check out my new book, Reach All Readers at reachallreaders.com. When you pre-order, you'll get special access to my Science of Reading mini course. Learn more at reachallreaders.com. Hello, friends. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to add two books I forgot to mention, really essential books for your science of reading journey. One is Equipped for Reading Success by David Kilpatrick. He's all about explaining orthographic mapping and helping you understand how to build phonemic awareness with your students. And also Denise Ide's book, Uncovering the Logic of English, which will teach you about some spelling rules and generalizations you may not have known before and will help you teach your students reading and writing. Welcome to Triple R Teaching, where we encourage you to think differently about education by helping you reflect, refine, and recharge. This isn't just about trying something new as you educate those entrusted to your care. We'll equip you with simple strategies and practical tips that will fill your toolbox and reignite your passion for teaching. It's time to reflect, refine, and recharge with your host, Anna Geiger. Hello, if you're with me on Facebook, you are watching a live recording of the Triple R Teaching Podcast, episode 44, Books to Read on Your Science of Reading Journey. So if you've been with me on the podcast for the last couple of months, you know that I've shared quite a lot of episodes all about teaching the science, understanding the science of reading and how to apply that knowledge into the teaching that you're doing in your classroom. So today I want to take a look at some books that I recommend for those of you that want to learn more. And I'm going to start with books that I feel are very simple and an easy way to get into it. And we'll progress to some more challenging books. And then we'll finish with very practical books. So the first one I like, the first one I actually got through the whole way through was No Better, Do Better by David and Meredith Lieben. I love this book because it's written in a story format. They talk about how they started a like a charter school, public school in Harlem, with a whole language approach. They were really excited about it and they just got all the right materials, great teachers. They were all into it, thought they were doing a great job and then their students ranked at the bottom of the area's test scores. So they realized that what they thought was working wasn't working. The students weren't really learning to read very well. So they kept what was good about the whole language approach but then they moved to a more structured literacy approach. This was way back in the 90s, I believe. And it worked. The students became great readers. I like this book because it is not judgmental. It's written to people like me who come from a balanced literacy background, or for some of you, maybe even whole language. And they tackle some of the things that might scare you a little bit and help you understand how it worked for them. So you might be scared of switching to decodable books. They talk about their experience with it and how it actually was very positive. So it's quite short and super interesting and helpful. So I would start with No Better, Do Better by David Lieben and Meredith Lieben. Another book is a new book that was just recently published called Shifting the Balance by Jan Birkins and Carrie Yates. I'm going to go ahead and read to you the summary on the back. These days, it seems that everyone has a strong opinion about how to teach young children to read. Some may brush off the current tension as nothing more than one more round of the reading wars. Others may avoid the clash altogether due to the uncivilized discourse that sometimes results. Certainly, sorting the signal from the noise is no easy task. In this leading-edge book, authors Jan Birkins and Carrie Yates address this tension as a critical opportunity to look closely at the research, reevaluate current practices, and embrace new possibilities. 
I like this book because, again, if you are in a balanced literacy classroom, this shows you how to start to understand the science of reading and make some changes. Not judgmental, but a good way to start integrating the science into more of what you're doing. Those are the ones I recommend starting with. As you're ready to learn a little bit more, I recommend Speech to Print by Louisa Motes. This one helps you understand the structure of the English language, which can then help you teach it. And I think you might be surprised at how much you didn't know. And that's how I feel about it. I haven't completed this book yet, but I refer to it often. It's got a lot of helpful charts. It talks about things like teaching syllable types, talks about phonemes and morphology. So really helpful. Now, anytime you ask someone, what book should I read about the science of reading, they'll usually recommend one of these books, if not all three. Okay, so Mark Seidenberg's Language at the Speed of Sight, Proust and the Squid by Marianne Wolf, and Reading in the Brain by Stanislaus Tehain. I'm going to be honest with you, these books are hard. I have definitely not gotten through all of them. In fact, just a portion of each of these books. I prefer Stanislaus Tehain's YouTube video. There's a presentation that he gave about how the brain learns to read. I find that much easier to get through than this book, and I just watched it many times until it makes sense to me. So I can link to that in the show notes for this episode. But here's one. Proust and the Squid, um, Marianne Wolf is a professor of child development. She's excellent. You can find her doing a lot of interviews all over the place. I found this book hard to get through, but maybe eventually I'll be able to do it. Of all three, I find Mark Seidenberg's book the most easy to read. So he talks about understanding the science of reading and why it's important for our students. He's a cognitive neuroscientist. This, again, there's, it's, it's long and the font is small, but a lot of it's told in, again, sort of a story fashion, so it's easier to get through. Another book, which I can't wait to finish, is this one, Overcoming Dyslexia. You might think at first glance, I don't need to read that. I'm not interested in learning about teaching students with dyslexia because that's not what I do. Or you might think what I learn in there can't also apply to the rest of my class. But this is really good because she talks about the science of how the brain learns to read and how the way that we teach students can really help. You may actually read it and find out that students that you have possibly could have dyslexia based on the things that she writes, and that will help you think about how to change what you're doing in the classroom. Lots of stories. She has a very nice writing style, so I highly recommend. Now let's talk about getting some practical books. So books that not only teach you about the science, but also give you things to do with it. I'll give you a few of my recommendations here. So I like A Fresh Look at Phonics. This book is older. Let's see, not super old, but let's check the year. Okay, 2017, so about four years old. And I really like Wiley Blevins a lot. I like him because he is not the type of person that's going to tell you it has to be one way. He's honest about what the research really says and what people try to make it say. And he also shows you how you can be a good phonics teacher even within maybe a less than ideal setup. So maybe you're in a balanced literacy classroom and you have to be. You can't quite transition to a structured literacy classroom. He'll still show you how to be a strong phonics teacher. So this is extremely easy to read, lots of helpful resources. You might also want to check out his book, Phonics A to Z. I think it's on its third edition. Here's another book that this is actually one of my favorites because Rolanda E. O'Connor in her book, Teaching Word Recognition, she talks about the research. She's constantly backing up what she's saying with research, but it's also extremely practical and I found very interesting. So I read this book in the car while we were on a vacation and I just marked it up all over the place. I read it from start to finish. She talks about things like oral language, phonemic awareness, the alphabetic principle, decoding, developing sight words, 
reading multisyllabic words. It's just got everything. Really, really good and a short read. So you can get a lot out of this in a short time. Two more books. One is How to Plan Differentiated Reading Instruction by Sharon Walpole and Micah McKenna. This is the book you want if you're trying to figure out how to do needs-based small groups during your reading block. So you're interested in finding out specifically what skills each of your students has, and then you're grouping them to help them move forward. So this is not going to be teaching you how to group students by reading level. It's going to help you group them by their need. So maybe you could think of it as grouping them by their deficits, like how, where are they in terms of their phonics knowledge? Where do they need to go next? This book will help you get them there. I love it because... As any of you know, you have a class of 25 kids, they're going to be all over the place, right? They're not all going to be moving at the same pace as your phonics curriculum does. And so this is really good for differentiation. I think you'll love that over half the book is the activities. So really, really practical. This is a very popular one. If you find it's expensive on Amazon, you should get it from the publisher's website, the Guilford Press. Last one. This one is on the pricey side, but wow, is it an incredible book with lots of resources, and I love that each chapter talks about the science and it gives you really practical ideas. So this is called the Teaching Reading Source Book. It's from Core. It it might be about eighty dollars, but look how fat it is, and it's very readable. So big font, really nice charts, book uh, word lists, as well as specific activities to do with students. So highly recommend. They also have an assessment. Um, spiral bound book that you can also buy which is also very good so maybe we can review really quick the books we talked about today the books that i started with as in books that are going to slowly get you into the science of reading particularly if you're coming from a balanced literacy background are no better do better by david and meredith lieben and shifting the balance by jan birkins and carrie yates then if you want to go really deep and read some of those harder books Some of your choices are Mark Seidenberg's Language at the Speed of Sight, which is my favorite of these three, Proust and the Squid by Marianne Wolfe, and Reading in the Brain by Stanislas Dehaene. You also might want to check out Overcoming Dyslexia by Sally Shaywitz. This book is not just for teachers of students with dyslexia. It will help you understand how the brain learns to read and how you can apply that to how you teach all your students. Finally, I talked about some books that are really practical. Those were A Fresh Look at Phonics by Wiley Blevins. I recommend anything by Wiley Blevins, as well as Teaching Word Recognition, which talks a lot about the research, but also talks about specific activities. That's by Rolanda E. O'Connor. How to Plan Differentiated Reading Instruction by Sharon Walpole. I think this is a must own. And then finally, the core teaching reading source book jam-packed with summaries of the research and specific activities that you can do. So I hope this was helpful. I really enjoyed doing this Science of Reading series with you. This concludes our official Science of Reading podcast series, but we're not going to stop talking about these things. Next week, we're going to start a series about teaching phonics. So thanks so much for joining me, and I look forward to being with you next week. I should also let you know that if you're listening to this in real time, so when I publish it on the podcast, it will be Monday, let's see, my calendar's not behind me. Monday, May 3rd. Monday, May 3rd, this will go live on the podcast. And that is the day that Becky Spence and I are opening the doors to our online course, Teaching Every Reader. We're very excited to open it up. We only open it up a couple of times a year. In fact, on Monday and Tuesday, we're going to be giving a live workshop that is going to teach you 
four simple ways to bring the science of reading into a K-2 classroom. And in that workshop, we'll be giving specific details about the course and how, if you join by Thursday of next week, you can get special early bird pricing. So if you haven't signed up for one of the workshops, you can do that by heading to themeasuredmom.com forward slash live hyphen workshop, I believe. There might not be a hyphen, but try that. And then if you want to learn more about the course, you can go there to the information page now because it will be there and it will switch over to an option to join us on Monday. So that's at teachingeveryreader.com and you should see the information page for the course. I'm also always happy to answer questions. You can email my team at hello at themeasuredmom.com. Thanks so much for joining me and I hope to talk to you again next week. That's all for this episode of Triple R Teaching. For more educational resources, visit Anna at her home base, themeasuredmom.com, and join our teaching community. We look forward to helping you reflect, refine, and recharge on the next episode of Triple R Teaching.